Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dialogo. This is your host, Josh. And today we are in my fourth episode. And I'm here accompanied by my friend, Jesse, a uh, good friend of mine. Uh, you know, he's always my uh, guy to go to about food or anything I need to know. And I wanted to share this friend with you guys to see what uh, you guys could learn from him. Um, let me uh, let Jesse introduce himself. Jesse, if you want to introduce yourself to the people. Well, hi, uh, my name is Jesse. Uh, owner of TJ Birria Imas. Uh, thank you very much for having me here. Anytime, uh, man. I know we've been postponing it for a while, but <laughs> I'm excited to be here. And what better than a nice cold, chilly day? I know, man. It's if you guys don't know, it's really cold in Houston right now. And Jesse brought some coffee. Well, I, I drink tea. I can't drink coffee, so it's so in that. Um, I wanted to, you know, if you guys heard, he's he owns uh, TJ Birria and Mass. It's it's one of the best birria spots here in Houston. It's actually, I think it's the best. Uh, not to cause any drama out there, uh, but Jesse, uh, you know, I wanted to touch a little topics with you. And how how is it that you started your birria uh, business? Uh, well, just to you know, recap a little bit about myself. Uh, you know, just like anybody. Uh, 16 years old, looking for a job. Started as a dishwasher uh, back in 2003. Wow. So um, going to school and having a job, I think <clears throat> the restaurant's kind of like the best option for, for anyone. Y pues de ahí, you know, we just kind of started off, uh, you know, progressively moved into the kitchen, uh, waiting. Um, then after that, kind of want to get away from the restaurant industry. And then the economy kind of crashed. So yeah, what was that, like 2005? 2008. Eight, eight, okay. 2009. And here I go back to the restaurant business. Uh, y esta vez, pues ya llegamos, you know, went to, uh, again, the kitchen. And then kitchen manager, assistant manager, assistant GM. Pero ya venías con la experiencia de antes. Eh, no, 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 not really. Uh, you know, it was, a, it was an opportunity for me that was given. Okay. Este, pues... See, and you know, a lot of people don't know, but to get to those positions, you need to have, you know, good working habits and sí. stuff like that. Yeah, sí, sí. definitely by far, um, you know, tener todas las ganas y el, y el deseo de, de echarle ganas. I remember my GM at the time, uh, Dan Mitchells, he's like, man, I, I see a lot of potential in you. Uh, hopefully one day, you know, you can run a restaurant like this. It was a small little seafood restaurant out of Dallas. Uh, they were new in Houston, so, you know, they were giving opportunities to everybody. Y pues, here I go. And 14 years into that, um, gain all the business or gain all the knowledge. It's the, nothing that, like any anything uh, works. Yeah. Hands-on is the best. Este, y pues, de ahí, assistant GM, GM, area director. Eh, y pues... But that was all throughout the, what, 13 years, you said? Sí, yeah, throughout, 13 the, throughout years. the 14. 14, 14 years, years that you did all that. And you, you got to the highest position pretty much that there was on, on the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, back in 2000, uh, what was it, 2018, uh, yeah, pues siendo area director, eh, ya no, the, the company that I was with wasn't growing anymore. They weren't going to open up any other businesses here in Houston. So I'm like, well, I definitely, uh, I think I, I'm ready for more. And if you guys are not having more, pues, I'm going to have to source out and, and go somewhere else. 
are, are you that kind of person that you know you don't like to be in your comfort zone you want to continue looking for a challenge I, I think everybody gets to that comfort zone mm -hmm. uh, pero sí you yeah. know being comfortable I mean aquí no you know you have a salary you yeah. have a lifestyle a routine and, and, and that's what I told everybody you know for me being in that comfort zone yeah it's good pero pues ya no hay más Yeah. And and that's when yo siempre I've always try to source out and and try to see more, not because I want more as you know financially, but just as a person, you know, gain more knowledge, see where it can take you. Yeah. Pues, just just to touch on that subject. So this weekend I was in Mexico and on the airport. I sat down at Ugo's at the airport and I was having a beer before I left. Here. Yeah, here. And uh, there was a gentleman next to me, and you know, he saw me on my computer, and, and we started talking. He said he was a VP of a company, but he said he was looking for a job because he he wasn't learning anymore, and he wanted to give back. He was like, I, I like the feeling of being able to have a challenge, being able to teach somebody, give somebody back. But at this point, he was like, I'm just sitting and not doing anything. He was like, I want to, I want, I want to go to a small pop and shop. And, you know, learn, teach him something and then, you know, give myself something out of there. So I, I feel you in that way. And, you know, I think it's cool that, you know, um, you, you got to that point. And you, is that when you started your your own business? So uh, before I left the company that I was with, uh, I started doing uh, caterings. Uh, you know, just because I love cooking. Cooking has always been a passion for me. Um, so I kept that. So I was doing that once a week, still working my, you know, my, my full uh, schedule. And so that was kind of like my, I don't know, it was kind of like my escape. Oh, you get away gustó. from sí, everything else. Gustó yeah. eso. Uh, because I like, uh, you know, I go cook, socialize with people and, and, you know, it rewards me. Yeah. Uh, so, eso. so I left that, y pues así se quedó, you know, the catering business. Eh, se llegó el tiempo, me salí de la compañía. Eh, I started a dump, uh, dump truck company. Okay. Which it's very tough. Yeah. And if you don't know all of it, este, you can struggle a lot. For so sure. I learned, I learned my my experience through that. Y pues igual, it kind of kept on pushing me back to man, what I know, what I know. So still doing the dump truck, still doing the catering business, and then. Good old COVID hit us. Yeah. Was it 2019? 2019. Uh, 2019 was... And the catering business was good for me. And the dump truck business, not so good. Este... Y pues, 2020 was supposed to be a great year for us. You know, in the catering sure. side. Y, I mean, we were booked all the way to July. We oh, had God. Events. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Y pues, you know, it shut down. Jesus. Well, I'm sure, I mean the pandemic really helped you out i mean in one way or another no because people were coming out of their house and, and you started you know you were selling out of your house right so entonces, josh you know yeah. to get to that um you know so everything was canceled all my contracts were canceled uh sitting at home and you know just when the pandemic started todo está cerrando, thinking like what am i gonna do what am i gonna do to take advantage of this opportunity okay am i gonna sell sanitizers am yeah. i gonna Am I gonna start face mask? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know that's when sanitizer were like freaking like gold, expensive, you know. Dude. And then people were selling them by pallets. I don't know if you know. Yeah. So you know there was a shortage and everything. So I'm like, what can I do? You know, what am I gonna do to take advantage of this opportunity? 
Y pues, um, you know, social media was big, pues todo el mundo está en la casa. And like you said, eh, mi esposa y mi cuñado eh, me empezaron a enseñar videos de birria. They're like, dude, look, man, this is blowing up in California. Eh, mi cuñado es de Jalisco, so he's like, bro, birria is like, man, you big gotta thing. do this. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, should I? They told me like three, four times. Yeah, después fui a la tienda, compré, I think like 15 pounds de carne y la traje y la hice uh, obviamente con, con mi, mi toque y todo eso no yeah. y se las llevé se las di and everybody's like dude this is great man uh-huh. eh, está bien rico so algunas de mis taquizas de mis clientes también les llevé y les dije hey estoy haciendo birria pruébenle déjenme que, que, que es parece man this, this thing is great Jesse you know pero en ese entonces pues no mucha gente sabía. You know, if, Era más un movimiento de California. Sí, si no estabas en social media, yeah. no sabías lo que estaba pasando. I follow this guy, uh, Chuy Patavionica, en Instagram. He's from California. Sí. And, yeah, a lot of food trips hire him to go do promotion. You know, he eats and he shows people the food. And I used to see el taco con un, con un papelito, te lo dan envuelto. Mm-hmm. Eh, todavía no llegaban a la que sabía o ese tipo de cosas, pero era el taco y, y, lo, y lo metías en, en, el, cal, en el consomé. Pero ya después empezó a meter, evolucionar con la que sabía, que la torta de birria, todo sí, lo demás. Sí. Y ya es donde la gente lo empezó a ver. Yo lo vi ahí y después de la nada, pues empezaron a salir gente aquí en Houston que lo, que lo vendía. Pero sí, sí me acuerdo haberlo visto en esos años. Entonces, para hacerte lo más corto la historia, la empezamos a hacer eh, y un fin de semana nos, anima, nos animamos con las Facebook friends que teníamos y todo eso. I think it was like 600 Facebook friends yeah. de, de clientes de taquizas y eso. And we put it out there. We're like, vamos a vender birria este fin de semana. Wow. No, pues se llegó el sábado. The order started coming in. People from, you know, some of our customers, some of my family. But then other people, like other people that were coming from uh, Rosenberg, Victoria, que Northside, que Galveston, all yeah. these other little areas. And we sold out within three hours. Bro. That's crazy. Yeah. That, that's another thing that I asked Efrain when he was here. I was like, how, do you, how did you feel whenever, what was your feeling the moment that you opened? Like, you were like, okay, I'm ready. Because I know you were in front of your girl. Like, okay, I'm waiting for the people to come. And, no, pero yeah. fíjate, para nosotros, Josh, it's like we put on the post, you yeah. know, call in your orders. Oh, wow. So, so we you already, already had orders, bro. Okay. We already had some orders, pero then it, everybody just started popping up. Porque yeah. como era la pandemia, pues no podíamos, like, take the orders, yeah. you know, que la gente viniera. So we, yeah, yeah, now that I remember, we actually would take the phone order. So people would text it, people yeah. would call us. And that's how I started. Wow. So people, you know, I kind of had a, an idea de que, pues, si vamos a tener gente, ¿no? Mm-hmm. Pero de que si iba a acabar en tres horas, pues no. Pues no. Y eso pasó el primer mes, el segundo mes. ¿Pero Pero lo hacías cada fin de semana? Cada fin de semana. Oh, shit. Sí, cada fin de semana. Y cada fin de semana estaba incrementando mis niveles. Mm Pero, pues, fue algo que... I was like, wow. Ya después de dos meses, dos meses, como tres meses, eh, de hacerlo sábado y domingo, empezamos viernes, sábado y domingo. Pero igual, o sea, ya era muy raro la vez que que nos quedaba poquito. Y era poquito, o sea, siempre era un sold out. Y, pero pues estábamos afuera de la casa, entonces 
you know, se empezaron a llenar las calles de, de la gente que se, sí, se sentaba afuera de su casa y en, en toda la colonia a comerse sus tacos. Y gracias a Dios los vecinos pues todos se portaron muy bien. Sí, porque nunca falta el, el maloso que le no, llama. No, pues a todos les mandábamos sí. tacos. <risa> te guste o no te guste, sí, te van tus tacos. Y, y luego ya empezaban a ver, dicen, oye, es que están vendiendo ustedes. Sí. A estar bueno porque les llega harta gente. Y se empezaron a arrimar algunos de los vecinos y pues ya se hizo hasta como un, un bonding even better. Uh -huh. Y este, y no, pues ya tomamos la decisión con mi esposa, le dije... <coughs> I think this is an opportunity. Um, granted, pues, I was kind of retiring myself from the restaurant industry. Yeah. But, you know, uh, when you do something that you like, well, it's kind of easy for you to get rolled back into it. Y pues le dije, let's take this opportunity. We have the catering side. You know, hopefully everything opens back up. Y pues, we throw all of our savings into, into wow. opening up, finding I, our, our first little store. I think that's pretty cool that, you know, I always see your wife like helping you out and supporting you. And, and it's always good to have somebody that supports you, you know, as your partner to give you that support. Because, um, you know, there's some people that, oh, you like it, well, you do it and let you do it yourself. But for you guys to share that with that bond of being able to work together and stuff like that, a lot of people can't do it or yeah. work with their with their wives together. You know, well, it's, it's not easy. It's yeah. not easy <laughs> by far. Uh, but no, that's super important. Yeah. Uh, but I see her always helping you out and stuff sure. like that. That's pretty cool. So it took you two months, right? Or about three. How many longs to open your shop? Like No, it took us about three, well, three months for us to make the decision, the decision. and start looking for wow. a spot. Yeah. Y pues en ese entonces, bro, like shops were going underwater. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, like you said, in my advantage, pues we took the opportunity uh, de que el señor que I bought off the, the place from You know, he had been closed because of COVID. Um, you know, he was he, he was ready to, you know, just like lease out. So on his advantage or on his disadvantage, you know, he he was actually able to free up. Yeah. Y pues nosotros tomar la oportunidad de, you know, to, to step in and, and take over his place. Yeah, because I still remember the moment the first time I went to go eat at your shop. Uh It, it had a different name on there, and I was like, "Where is it at?" Caminos de Michoacan. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's it feels it feels great to see you where you started. You know, when when I went to your shop and I couldn't find your shop, and now you have two shops, dude. It's like crazy, and you're in the heights too, and that's 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 crazy. Like some people wouldn't understand how the level of of you know success that that brought you, the Virgen, you know. Um, And then, in order, whenever you grew that business, that how long did it take you to actually, you know, get it settled uh, when you opened your your shop? Pues igual, I mean, yeah. combinar tu miedo, like, oh my God, you know, now we're moving from the house, we're coming to a shop, uh, about 15 minutes away from the house, are people gonna come? Y pues no, se abrimos un sábado, un soft opening el sábado, el domingo, el lunes, pues ya que fue el primer día, este... La gente llegó. Wow. You know, a, lot of, a lot of people que iba a la casa empezó a llegar y a traer familias. Y yeah. pues ahora ya teníamos mesas, pero nomás eran seis mesas. COVID was still, you know, yeah. going on. Uh, so, eh, I, I want to say que pues, like we rolled right into it, bro. Mm -hmm. It was really, it, it wasn't a gap. It was a smooth process. It was like you just moved locations and the same clientele came. Same yeah. clientele, but then new... Uh, It, it was time for me to learn like the volume like I, I, I didn't know 
No sabía cuánta carne ordenar, no sabía cuánto inventario tener. Yeah. So I would have to go to the store every day um, to try to balance that out because obviously no quería tener ni mucho ni, ni muy poquito. My hours were like eight hours. You know, I, I think I used to open from like 11 to 7. Wow. Igual COVID yeah. estaba todo eso. Pero no, o sea, la gente nos aceptó muy bien. Eh, you know, we're right off of Murphy Road, so es una avenida muy transitada. Este, y pues no. You know what? Uh, when you said about the, you no querías comprar ni más ni ni menos ni mucho. Uh, a mí me ha tocado conversar con gente que tiene negocios y que todavía hay va al fiesta y compra los vegetales y ese tipo de cosas. Es, es bueno comprarlo por bulto, ¿verdad? O sea, es que sea mejor comprarlo por mayoreo, una caja grande de, que te sobre, a ir a comprar poquito y, y gastar más. No, pues gastas más, sí. este, pero en este tiempo pues yo estaba aprendiendo este negocio, ¿no? Sí. O sea, eh, venía de un mundo donde pues obviamente hay order guides, hay, hay you know, inventory part levels y todo eso, pero no lo sabía yo. Sí. So I was like, I was trying to do that while still running the business, while still trying to like, you know, try to figure mm -hmm. everything out, you know, because everything kind of happened all at once. Uh, then the summer, so it was in the summer, so everybody was out. Acuérdate, no schools were open, yeah. government, everything shut down. So pues a nosotros nos dan unas paleadas ahí que, que a veces no, no sabemos. Y toda esta gente, ¿dónde viene? Like, it, you yeah. know, a restaurant has a lunch business, then it kind of has a little gap. And then it rose into dinner. Yeah. Nosotros éramos, abríamos a las 11. Y todo el tiempo es like. Pero no, ya no se atacaba. O sea, ya se, no se nos acababa. Yeah, porque ya tenías inventario. Sí, pero como quiera. O sea, to try to figure that out. That was a task for me. You know. Wow. Eh, but it was great. Y así como dices tú, pues obviamente, you know, ya estamos trayendo en. En, en, en el mayoreo. En mayoreo. Sí. Ya, ya, ya no. Ya el día de. Ir a comprar cinco bolsitas de queso Del, Eso era en la no, casa no, no. no, aquí ya traía 10 cajas, 15 cajas <risa> Espérate, sí. cuando, cuando yo hacía el ceviche uh -huh. Iba al fiesta O iba a la tienda del ahorro Porque eran 15 limones Eran 15 ah, limones especial. por un dólar Los miércoles, los sí. miércoles, los miércoles Iba a 15 limones por un Y son medio gandallas, es que metía 20 en vez de, Y a la chava le daba agua a contarlos Me decía, eh, pues ¿cuántos? 15 sí, sí, Y eran sí, 20 sí, <risa> Ya me robó otros 50 Y... Y ya hasta que un buen amigo, el costeñito, Ajá. me dijo, hey, güey, ve al restaurant Depot ahí la caja de limones. Está sí, más está más barata. Sí, sí, o, sí. Ah, cuando pero a veces. La, a veces. Cuando el, el limón estaba barato en la airline, iba. Sí, sí porque que 15 dólares, 20 dólares la caja de grande. Y ahorita sí. ya en México está bien caro el tomate y el limón, güey. En los tacos de barbacoa no te dan tu limón, te dan un gasgajito así. Y le digo, oye, denme otro. Pero son un peso, mijo, porque está caro el limón. Y dije, oye... Está muy caro. ¿Aquí no te ha pasado ese rollo con que incrementen los precios de la carne o del... No, sí. claro, claro. Sí. O sea, lo que hacíamos, o sea, lo que se gastaba el año pasado, pues eso fue el año pasado. Este sí. año ya, pues un incremento de 30, 40%. Eh, y, y sí, me he puesto, me acuerdo que el año pasado cuando el, el limón a veces subía 50, 60 sí. dólares la caja... Y dice, pues, ¿qué hago? No le pongo limón a los tacos. Okay. <risa> este, you know, hey. y, pero, pero siempre tratando de hallar una, una solución. A I mí mean, fue de, maybe, ponemos dos. Y si piden más, pues, les damos, claro que sí. sí. Pero, pues, sí. O sea, son, son decisiones que igual tienes que estar, you know, uh, tienes que estar, poner atención a esas cosas. Porque, pues, si no, pues. 
Sí, y, y mucha gente no ve ese lado de, del dueño del restaurante. Ah, ese que tacaño. Pero sí, pero... They're stingy. Sí, they're stingy. No, no, no. A mí yeah. pídeme salsa. Yeah. Yo, te doy, yo te doy la salsa que te doy ahorita, pero si tú quieres más salsa, sí, tú pídemela y yo te la doy. Pues no, no, no quisiera que, que la tiraran o que se desperdiciara porque pues todo cuesta. Sí, he, he visto gente que... Se sirve mucho y lo tira. Esa like, ah, era salsa para otras tres personas. Bueno, es el costo de business. Es el costo de business. Y mucha gente no entiende eso. Es el costo de business. Y luego, ¿sabes? You settled your shop. And what got you to say, I want to open a second location? Uh, honestly, I think it was God's plans. Yeah. Uh, before anything, uh, and all this, Josh, before, you know, the whole conversation of the catering and todo. When I left the, the restaurant industry, mm -hmm. I really got close to to God. My yeah. relationship with God kind of came very close. Uh, maybe a veces dices que por necesidad or whatnot, pero no, pues, o sea, por X razón que ha sido. Sí. Uh, you know, I started doing prayers. Uh, I started going to service. I started doing all this. And I think it was all God's plans. You know, I, th yeah. I think God has a perfect timing for everyone. Uh, todo mundo tiene su tiempo. You probably heard this. Yeah. And, and I think uh, that it, it was it was time. Y pues ya, te digo, se abrió Caminos de Michoacán. We kind of settled in. We kind of stapled it. It was around December. I'm looking in Facebook market. <laughs> yeah. Looking for the <laughs> Y business. sale este ocasión ahí en Heights. Y pues it was a deal que pues de principio como que it sounded too good to be yeah. true, you know? Porque lo que el muchacho, el dueño, el ex dueño, lo que él quería igual era just like pass the lease over. You know, he wasn't selling you anything. He didn't have any sales. He didn't have any business. Pero pues it was a prime real estate location. Yeah, the heights. Every brown boy's dream yeah, to be yeah, in the heights. Sure. You know, yeah. if, if you're from Houston, I mean, that's... That's your goal. Yeah, to go there. Sí. Y, y igual. O sea, so entonces pienso que fue el plan de Dios. It was God's timing. You know, you settled in here. Everything's going well. Mm -hmm. Ahí está esa otra oportunidad. Bueno. Eh, y pues, you know, obviously, si llegan las oportunidades, si algo aprendido es que oportunidades nomás hay una. Yeah. So take it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Um, you know, in my last episode, uh, you know, he, my, my guest said the same thing you said. You know, whenever he had to move from a city to another city, you know, he was left with nothing. And that's when, you know, he got close to God, you know. And then I was, it's all respectable. I was like, yeah, maybe you do talk to him every day. But when you when you need him, you know, and it's your timing and whatever, and it happens, you know. Like you said, everyone has their time. Their time. Their timing, yeah. And, and that whole transition moving to the Heights, it, it's... Was it smooth, just like the first time, or was it like difficult? It was just time, time yeah. consuming, you know, because you're still in the in the middle of a pandemic, um, and apart from like the previous shop that I had bought, that I bought all the rights to, and I bought the company, and I was able to just kind of like slide in there. Yeah, it's to this one we wanted to do it right, mm -hmm. so we wanted to open it up. Yeah, con el nombre, yeah, with with our stuff, with our menu and stuff like yeah. that. And plus it was the city of Houston versus Fort Bend. So it took a little bit, a little bit longer time because I didn't, I think we signed like in February and we didn't know it open till April. Yeah, I, I think I went, you showed me your shop when you, before you opened it. Andale? Yeah, you sí. showed me your shop. 
that you, you were installing the LED lights. See, sí, era, I mean, it wasn't like they were doing much, uh, but, you know, we did a few mods, the kitchen, uh, coolers, all that good stuff. But over, overall, there was a, a location that you could open up your doors, you know. So just time consuming, you yeah. know, going to the city, permitting, inspecting, all that stuff. And it's, it's the same menus on both shops, sure. correct? Sure. Same, same menus, same. Yeah. You find the same things that you find in Murphy, you find them in the Heights. Yes, sir. Yeah. What's the address on the location over there in the Heights? Uh, 2025 mm-hmm. North uh, Durham. And make sure you hit that, Put you add the N to it because if okay. not, it takes it to I-10 in uh, Durham. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and we're right there, right off of Durham and uh, 21st Street. Cool. Nice yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and put everything on the screen right now. Uh, and then um, that's that's awesome, dude. Uh, you know, I have a lot of friends that are from the Heights and they tell me about this place of Birria. Just like you met my best friend the other day. He was like, Birria. He was like, I live right behind the street. But I have had some friends that tell me, like, oh, I go to this Birria spot. I was like, what's it called? Mr. TJ Birria. And I was like, oh, dude, that's my friend. <laughs> They're like, really? But, you know, a lot of people know that I know a lot of food people. So they they come and ask me, he's like, hey, have you had this already? I was like, yeah, it's, it's I think for me, it's the best birria. Um, not just for me, but my whole family, you know. Uh, my girlfriend used to love, or still loves going to you, you know. And then they, she's the one that took me to you. Cause, sí. Yeah, she's the one that took me to you. She said one of her friends uh, found you on Instagram. Sí, porque antes de que nos conociéramos, I think you, 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 you told me that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how I came to your shop because you actually went to my shop. Y pues nosotros en ese entonces, en el summer, yeah. pues estábamos aburridos de birria. Y that's when el solecito kind of popped up. Yeah. And, uh, y pues íbamos y traíamos para todos. Yeah, I remember you used to go buy lunch for everybody. Sí, yeah. Sí, sí. And uh, I appreciate that, that you, you know, we used to support each other. We still do. Uh, but yeah, my, my girlfriend, she took me. She was like, hey, I need to take you to this spot. And I was like, oh, let's go try it out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. And I I think we already knew each other. Or s- yeah, I think we knew each other because we said hi to each other sí. that, that day. Um, and then, but you hadn't gone to the shop yet, sí. to the solicito. Sí. Yeah, that, that was that was good timing. And uh, what was that, a year ago? Un poquito más. Yeah, maybe like a year and a half. A more. year and a half. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, how, how do you feel about this uh, birria trend? Do you uh, do you like how it's being uh, shown, or do you think it's being too overused? Uh, no, because I mean, you know, going back to 20, 2020, uh, you know, it's new for for the Houston area. Uh, you know, shout out to the people in California yeah. for for showing this, <laughs> <laughs> for showing it all is the road because there's uh, you know there's still a lot that they do that. You know, we're kind of improvising and, and kind of adapting to it. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's it's a trend like any other trend. It's the, be honest with you, I, I don't know how long it might last, you know. But overall, you know, just kind of ride the wave. The the California people, you know, they, they've had it for so long now, you know. Well, for them, I think it's like them having bistec y pastor for us here. Yeah. You know, it's like, you go everywhere, pues hay pastor y bistec. So, you know, but I feel like they're like the kings of food trucks over there. Like, the amount of food trucks that there is and for all, everybody to have business is crazy. Sure. Um, you and know, all I, the same thing? Yeah, they're not. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have like 15 seafood trucks in the same street and you're like, you see lines and lines and lines of people in every single one. But, I mean, 
True, they're closer to Sinaloa. They're closer to Tijuana. So they get better seafood and they have better plates. You know, te venden callos de hacha, te venden sashimi, todo ese rollo. Te lo venden allá en el food truck fresh. You know, son charolas que ves. It's like, fuck, man, it's so good. Um, and then the, the birria tacos, you know, it's food trucks and food trucks and food trucks. I know this, I've seen this one guy that has 10 uh, birria food trucks in, in California. 10 seafood food trucks, dude. And, you know, all of them are packed. I see his Instagram and he posts lines and lines and lines. And it's different locations. I'm like, wow, dude, it's crazy. But the taxes over there are, are higher than here. So, you know, we're blessed for being in Texas and not paying them any taxes. I actually uh, were planning a trip next month to California. Oh, wow. Pues, you know, yeah. on the to-do list is yeah. to go out and check out some spots. Yeah, like, I, I'm going to send you a list. I, yeah. I have a list. Yeah, I have a list cool. of, uh, of food trucks that, you know, every every time we go on a trip, Shelby, she tells me, hey, Josh, do you have a list of the places you want to sí. go try out? I was like, yeah. That's the uh, best way to go. You got to have yeah. a plan every, everywhere you go. Yeah, I mean, me and my dad, like, we eat, like, we eat, like, it's a never-ending time. So, you know, we go to Mexico. It's like, we have, like, a list of places we want to go try out. We're like, okay, we'll go. And then um, we went to Cabo San Lucas with that. You know, we went to Cancun, all the shit that I wanted to eat. So, but yeah, man, it's 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 cool to have friends that, that see the same eye on the thing. Now, now going back to the trends, um, you know, it, I think it's a good thing to have a trend in a city like Houston. Like the Viria, um, there's different things that, you know, come to mind. Like the candies that came... Uh, what is it? The ceviche went at its at, at, at its time. Ceviche was a, a big trend. Well, I think ceviche. Well, no, no, no. Es que la cosa con el ceviche era de que había gente que vendía ceviche, pero no era muy tipo California, de que te lo vendían en un vasito ese tipo de okay, cosas. Okay. Sí. So I, I think that's that's where the trends is, and um, I think I, that's just innovating. Yeah, that's all it is. It's so, just innovation from. You know, young entrepreneurs like yourself. Yeah. They pues, you know, you're 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 trying to you, you utilize social media, you utilize, you know, uh, millennium's generation Z. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, they're always on their phone. I mean alguien que pues a lo mejor ha estado in the seafood business for 15, 15 20 years, but yeah. pues nomás tiene su menú y, y nomás lo conocen quien lo conoce. Yeah. Nomás y ya. Sí. But ahora being able to expose and, and, and promote your product through social media, it's, it's a new evolution. It's, it's crazy the things that social media does now, you know. <laughs> um, I was telling you about a formula. Um, I heard it from this guy. Uh, his name's Alex Montiel. He's a big, like, uh, genius in Mexico. Uh, he has, like, he's been on TV for years, but now he's, like, the king of social media. He's an older guy, 37, 38 years. Hey, that's uh, not old. What do you uh, mean? Sorry, sorry. Older okay. than me. <laughs> Come on. Now, now that you yeah. know, sorry to go off subject, but now everybody's like, oh, it's 30, 35. I'm like, well, that's not old. Come on. That's, that's my age. Oh, yeah, I'm 25. What's so, up? Yeah. So, so the guy was talking about his trends and how social media exposes them to a city. So I feel like that's what happened here in Houston, you know. But I think the formula that 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 works here is you don't you don't give people what they want. You give people something that they don't know that they want it. Sure. You know, because whenever you show them something, they'll be like, oh, shit, that's what I like. I want to do that. 
So that's what happens, you know, just like Taviria. They showed you something you didn't know and you were like, oh, snap, I'm good at it. And you did it, you know, uh, you know, people that, uh, you know, sell candies, they saw it from a website and they're like, oh, wow, I want to do that. You know, so you see it online and you and you do it yourself and you, you, it t- gives you that push to do it now. Um, I see a lot of people that don't have that push. You know, they they wait till somebody does it and they're like, oh, well, I see how you did it. I'm going to do it better than you, you know, and and that's good. It's not bad at all. But if, if people were more, more, I guess, more like yourself, like you said, you give your birria your touch. There was something that, you know, you made it yourself, your birria, that if I try it, I know it's your birria, you know. Um, and um, it, sh- it should give people that... Uh, that knowledge of give that push to yourself, you know, don't wait till somebody does it, do it yourself, you know, don't, don't worry about other people. Cause I feel like right now people worry about too much about others than yourself, you know? So don't, if you're looking at this, don't, don't just wait till somebody does it, do it yourself. Don't be scared to take a chance on yourself because that's, it's rough to see somebody else do something that you wanted to do. And you don't take that risk. It's like, Oh fuck, what if I would have done it? Would have, would have been cool. You know? So, you know, it, it doesn't matter what people say about you or, like, what people do. You know, you got to focus on yourself. And then that's another thing with social media, you know, and creating businesses. Other people talk about you. Other people, all right, what are people going to say? What are people going to say about me? You know, you got to worry about yourself, stay in your lane. So, and that's one thing you learn the hard way, you know. Oh, ya anda vendiendo tacos. Oh, ya anda vendiendo ceviches. Oh, míralo. And you're like, man, I'm doing myself, and I'm happy, and this is what makes me happy. Sabes, about, about two years ago, escuché algo. Eh, you might get a little closer to the mic, okay. yeah. Escuché algo que este, kind of, you know, just just light up a, a, bit, a light on me. The sun. <laughs> the sun's by itself. Yeah. And it shines all the time. Yeah. So every time I start, you know, getting off track or, or whatnot or see something or, or hear something it's like i remember about the sun the sun's all by himself and he shines yeah, every day for sure so just stay focused do you be you yeah yeah that's why el solicito came out yeah solicito because my mom is always a, a person that tells me don't worry about other people do yourself sí. you know and you remember the refrenes que ponía mamá y, oh, and I loved them, man. It, it, that was one of the things that I would always look forward to yeah. reading them like a ver que, que sabe, no? el solicito era casi como el café de como dice el dicho uh, no no I, I mean I'm not sure if you got the concept from there but no. if not yeah. I, it's great yeah. it, it was awesome I think a lot of people enjoyed it not just myself yeah I, you know it was a thing where I wanted to put quotes you know regular day my mom will be the one to write it I would I would look something up and I liked it and I'll do it, but we didn't think people were gonna actually pay attention to it. Like ah, you know, it's probably something. And then people will come and they'll be like, "Hey, where's the quote of the day?" See, it's like uh, what? I think I showed up once. <laughs> yeah, and there was no quote. I'm like, yeah. "Hey, wait, on tal el el dicho de hoy o el quote de hoy?" Yeah, and and like, I, no, ya viene. I was like, "We're just starting right now." And you know, people will come and be like, "Oh man, that's how I feel today." And they were like, "Give me michelada, give me this." Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, that's that's cool, you know, and then it's little concepts that you give a little of yourself to your concepts. And, you know, you don't know people like them, you know, it's something that makes it successful. 
Uh, one thing I like about your shop, you know, it's it's your touch. You know, the LED lights, the grass backgrounds, all that kind of stuff. It's cool. And then you have the chalkboard, too. But yours is pretty cool because yours is like the whole menu on there, no? Well, see, yeah. este, you know, we kind of utilize that idea from the chalkboards. Pues una por lo de COVID, que pues los menu printings y pues el, el conceptless menus and stuff like that. Yeah. So we're like, well, you know what? We'll just utilize chalkboards. So wow. that's our menu. The chalkboard. So you go in there, menus on the chalkboard. I, I I like I like the whole idea of chalkboards. I struggled a little bit because you know to clean it and stuff like that. Cause oh, I was, it's a it's a task. Yeah, because I was I was erasing and putting back on and stuff like that. Um, and that, and that's pretty cool, man. Um, it's is there something you would give like a like um, I want to say a tip you would give people that want to open a business right now? Uh, you know. If I would, if I would have to say is if you're going to do something, obviously first do it from your heart, you know, make sure that, you know, first you're passionate about it. Uh, you know, don't get, don't be like me and get yourself in something you don't know. And then, you know, I'm almost going down. Yeah. <laughs> I was going bankruptcy because you're trying to do something again that they tell you it's, it's good, but you don't know about it. So if you know about it, do it good. Uh, start off with something small. And kind of see how that goes before you go off and spend 50, you know, let's go with 20,000, 30,000, 40,000. You know, first, know if there's a demand for that product, know if there is, you know, where's the clientele, donde vas a empezar, where you want to be, and then go from it. You know, uh-huh. take take baby steps. Yeah. You know? I, I think that's a really good tip to give out, man, because uh, not a lot of people like to share knowledge on we know how to make it better and you know it's good that you touched uh, that you failed in a business you know a lot of people don't like to recognize oh, no, that no 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 yeah by far I'll... a lot of like a lot of people don't like to recognize that you know you fell out of business but what they don't understand is that that's what makes you better like teaches you gives you knowledge and how to do things you know i've touched bases where you know we used to have the shop the body shop and you know it didn't go well and okay well you know it's something i know that i, I can't touch it's something that i don't want anymore and you know i started the solicito and, and you know it went good thank god and um, you know I, i have other things in mind you know other things in mind that revolving in my head and you know i'm not scared anymore because if i don't like i said if i don't take the shot you know how will no and, and when i mean you know start off small is you know still do it because yeah. you like it and you want to do it and, and go for it But don't go yourself in debt and don't, you know, start a business at $50,000. And the first week that you're going to open, you you're not even going to break $1,000 on yeah. the first week. Like, that's challenging. Los billes no esperan. Yeah. Uh, so, entonces, por eso, empieza algo chiquito. Say, for instance, a car, a body shop, you know. Pues, you know, you, you advertise yourself on social media. You start mm-hmm. maybe doing them in the back of your house in your garage. You know, you're leasing some uh, a space from somewhere else before you actually have your own shop. Yeah. You know? Si te dio ahí, si te pues entonces, you know, then you take the next step and the next step. Yeah. Es como una escalera. Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had a gentleman uh, DM me through Instagram and he was like, hey, bro, I want to start a podcast. He sent me a list of everything you bought. I was like, yeah, bro, like, I hear him. Here's everything. He was like, damn, bro, I thought you weren't going to give it to me. And I was like, dude, why not? I was like, you know, I want everybody to, to grow. But I was like, but don't buy it all at once. I was like, do it little by little. If you can't purchase it all at uh, all of it at once, buy it little by little. Give yourself some time and figure it out. 
And the guy was like, dude, I thought you weren't even going to like answer my message because, you know, I've asked other people and they don't they ignore me. And I see that a lot. But, you know, I, I like to help out. I like to be, hey, you know what? I don't care. And I was like, dude, bro. Like, and they si te va bien, pues mejor, you know? And if it, if it helps them, it helps me, you know, because they, they grow the podcast business. It's like, oh, shit, somebody else is doing a podcast. Well, fuck it. We're all working together. Yeah. Same thing with the restaurants, you know. I feel like some people shouldn't have that that grudge against other other restaurants. Um, do you feel like there's a lot of I want to say competition here in Houston right now, or you know what? Change that question. What's your other favorite birria here in Houston other than yours? Uh, you know, pues the thing about you know the way that I look at it is todo mundo tiene su toque, todo mm -hmm. mundo tiene su sabor. Eh, porque to, todos somos diferentes, ¿no? Eh, going back to what you said about, you know, having 15, 20 food trucks en Los Ángeles, como le hacen, porque todos no son iguales, bro. Yeah. So, uh, para mí, hay, hay, eh, you know, cuando empezamos todo esto, pues también fuimos a probar varios lugares chiquitos, muchos lugares que ya, ya estaban vendiendo birria desde hace tiempo. Sí. Eh, I think, you know, eh, si puedo hallar varios lugares hasta que hay el, el lugar chiquito en Northside que se llama eh, bueno se llamaba antes Big George una señora de Guadalajara mm. unos tacos riquísimos sí. que hace birria un consomé right on right on yeah. point muy similar a lo que hacemos nosotros eh, otros muchachos que también se llaman Houston or, or Texas Birria Boys oh, de Katy They're opening in uh, Eighth Wonder now. Sí, ándale, yeah. ellos también, su, su birria de ellos está muy rica. Eh, y, y, igual, no es de que someone else has a bad part. El bigotes también, el bigotes, yeah. sus tacos están ricos. Eh, pero todos tienen su toque diferente, su sabor diferente. Usas un chile diferente, usas mira, algo wow. menos o más. So, uh, I heard someone told me that you're uh, hosting a birria competition. Can you tell me a little bit of how you, you, you want to run this? Eh, pues mira, eh, they, they came to me and they're like, hey, do you want to, you know, you, you want to be a vendor, blah, blah, blah. Este, we're hosting this event. Y pues it sounded great. Eh, from my background, you know, being in the, in, 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 in the restaurant industry, pues también tenemos competitions, you know, I've been in gumbo competitions, Crawford's competition, I mean, soup competition, taco competition, and yeah. this. So to me, it's always something fun, something in a competitive way. But también at the end of the day, is is to give it to the people and also to have fun with it. You know. So I was like, well, that sounds great, but what about if we do like a video competition? There hasn't yeah. been a video festival here in Houston because it's still new. Yeah. So why not start something, something new and That'd something interesting for? Cool. People. So, what do you need to have in order to be a vendor or to be a part of the competition? Is it going to be consomme or is it going to be? Uh, I think they're still touching up those final details, okay. but I think it would be great porque te digo el consomme es una cosa, so entonces todo el mundo tiene su su toque diferente con el consomme. Eh, pues el, el adobo de la birria pues es también, you know, uh, diferente. Yeah. So I think it would be great si podríamos hacer birria y el consomme. So you, you, that, I think that'd be pretty, pretty cool to be able to be at that event and, and see a whole bunch of vendors. Of yeah, yeah. Because um, there's a lot of great people out there, mm -hmm. como te dije. O sea, yo nunca he dicho de que pues, somos los mejores porque siempre hay alguien mejor. Now, que hacemos un buen trabajo, 
Exactamente. Pero que hay alguien mejor, pues también hay mucha gente que, que they put out a really good product out there. Yeah, that's good, man. Mm -hmm. um, touching that, que somos los mejores. I, I see that a lot in new businesses. Uh, not, not food, but new businesses. We're, we're the best at this. We're the best at this. Do you usually go with a business that tells you that they're the best insurance company? No. No? No. If, if it says... Uh, insurance company. The we're best the, in Houston. We're the best in Houston. Do you go with them? No, not really. It doesn't catch your attention, no. right? No. No, to me, it's more of how they treat you. Yeah. Uh, actually, now with social media and yeah. being a millennial, uh, you know, you do your research on them. Uh, sure. Google, Yelp, uh, and then you kind of do your research and you kind of give them a shot, you know. Pero necesariamente que digas que soy el mejor o que porque soy el mejor, no, that really doesn't. So it's, it's more about the experience. Sí, uh, claro. uh, I, I know, I'm, I feel you completely on the experience of a restaurant, how they treat you, the person that takes the order, if they bring you the food, if they don't bring you the food, that kind of stuff. To me, it's about the experience too and how the person that greets me is like, if they give me attention, you know, if, if I get that attention from them, then I feel like I'm I'm somewhere uncomfortable. If I go to a place and the person that, ah, what do you want? It's like, Here you go. It's like, hey, bro, like it's giving that image to your to your place. You know, I've been to several restaurants where that where that happens, where the person at the cashiers doesn't have the energy to do anything. You know, and I, and I feel like that doesn't mark the restaurant. It That's just sad. marks the person. That's yeah. really sad. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, do you think staffing here in Houston is hard right now? Oh, of course. Yeah. Like not just in Houston, but everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just finding the right personalities. So I hope you're in your business. Sometimes can be a little challenging. Eh, pero it's all about motivating them and, you know, keep them going. So people that are growing right now, their business, what would be one tip that you could give them uh, whenever <clears throat> hiring somebody for their, their, their business? A restaurant, whatever it is. Pues ahorita, a veces you kind of take what you have, you know. Because I've been in that situation of taking what I have. But it's trying to find the, for me as a person, I always try to find the positive in people. And try to like wake up that person. Yeah. You know, que, que pues si no son muy talkative, so no tienen mucha confianza consigo mismo, pues try to push them to, to be better and whatnot. And try to help them grow. Y pues ya si definitivamente ya no, ya no se hizo, pues you, kinda, you, you, you gotta do an execution plan. Yeah. Pero pues sí, you know, I mean. But, but you have that that training, right? You you give people that training because you, you come from a background of restaurants where you've you've grown people. I remember sí. you told me of a story sí. of a guy where you grew him to sí, be sí. somewhere. You know, you gave him that guidance to do it. Sí, pues, I, that, that's the way that I see people. It's like todos, os, todos son seres humanos. Yeah. Todos tienen una conciencia, todos tienen inteligencia. It's a veces encontrarla y saber cómo, cómo la utilicen. Yeah. ¿Se me entiendes? Yeah. Let me, let me check real quick. Let me check the camera. See if it's recording. Just got to make sure real quick. Hey, it turns off. Okay. Oh, boy. Yes. Just, uh, just last episode, uh, me piqué mucho en la práctica y se me olvidó que había cámara. Y había tres minutos de cámara. Y lo demás era puro audio, güey. And qué pena, güey. Imagínate acabar el podcast. Todo, y es, si lo, no lo han visto, vayan a ver. Estuvo muy chingón. It, it was um, a real estate uh, friend of mine, Jason Lee Houston. He sells million dollar houses and stuff like that. And, you know, we met way before. 
uh, he was well. We met. I met him when he first started. You know, the real estate, mm-hmm. and now he's like the best of the best. You know, he works with the best people, and there was like a lot of guidance for real estate people, and it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've run into some people that tell me about the staffing issues too. Like, hey, dude, I can't find people to work. And I was like, damn, dude, like I feel like that's everybody. You know. Pero como te digo, I think training is a big one because. There's a lot of people that hire people, but there's no training behind them. So how are you going to expect for someone to know what to do if you never spend the time in training them? Yeah, yeah, I mean, how long do you think it takes for somebody to train? Uh, well, you know, going back to, to where I'm coming from, there's different types of uh, learning. So you first have to identify the person because every person's different. There's some people that are... You know, they would learn from reading. There's some people that would learn from hands-on. Yeah. Um, so, tienes que identificar qué persona tienes. So, it, you know, granted, if you have a week of training, pero por si esa persona es más de que si no lo leen en un papel y te dicen, ah, no, pues tienes que hacer esto, 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 esto primero, pues he's going to struggle. For sure. Pero si es mm-hmm. alguien de que tú le dices, no, pues es uno, dos, tres, y pues esta persona hace ah, y voy a hacer uno, dos, tres. Y ya los dos, tres días ya está haciendo uno, dos, tres. Claro. You know what I mean? So, eh, todo depende también de la persona. Como te digo, tienes que identificar. I mean, what do you think one of the good traits to be someone like that is? One good trait that you could tell that he's going to be a good worker or he's going to be someone, you know, successful in, in your company. Honestly, yeah. to be honest with you, yeah. I think right now, is if they're on time, <laughs> that's a good sign because people struggle to be on time. You know, I struggle to be on time. Yeah. Este, pero if you could have someone that's going to be on time, that's perfect. That's a, that's a good candidate. That's yeah. that's someone that's salvageable and that's someone that's worth your training. I'm sure. Uh, I was just having this conversation with my dad about being on time. He was like, man, there's people that don't hear like, 30 minutes later some people don't even tell you they're coming late like ah i'll be there right now and you're waiting for them and my dad's one of those persons that if i tell you i'm gonna be there at 10 a.m i'm gonna be there at 10 a.m i used to be scared scared bro to be late with my dad like when i first moved out of the house he would tell me hey we're gonna go eat i'll see you there at at three i'll be there at 250 dude and my dad would be like if i was there like 305 ¿Dónde estás? ¿Ya te perdiste? ¿Qué pasó? No te digo, te dije a las 3 de la tarde. And then that's one of the things. Whenever I go somewhere, I have a meeting, I'm the first one there at like 10 minutes earlier. People are like, what you start the meeting so early? And I was like, dude, I'm here like early just by coincidence. You Man, know? That, that's a good habit. Yeah, like to be there early. It shows a lot of professionalism. If you're never early, it's, it's not good to your persona. You know, people would know they can't trust you. People know they... You know, it doesn't show good on you. Yeah. I've held job interviews before where the person tells me that they can't make it. Can they reschedule to the next day? I'm like, damn, like the ethics that you have to tell me. So you're looking for a job <laughs> and you're just rescheduling. And like, you hey, I can't today. make it today. Can you just reschedule it for tomorrow? So like, that's lo que te digo? Yeah. So if that person's on time, that's a good candidate. Yeah. You know, and and then the way the way going to like the interview thing, the way you present yourself also goes with it. You know, I, I understand some situations, you know, uh, I've had people that, you know, are, are homeless and they need a job and I will be completely help them. 
uh, I I was holding uh, interviews at uh, Houston Methodist Hospital for a position, and I had some people come with like sandals and like shorts, and shirts, and stuff like that. I was like, damn, dude, if I would have showed up to an interview like that, I would have been like, nah, like you know. But some people feel comfortable and don't have the ethics to to show up or know what to wear to an interview. Yeah, you ever had any issues like that where like you were like, damn, what the hell? I had one. Uh, but this is it, it wasn't it, it, they just showed up with their kids and oh like, wow you know so that was like and, and I didn't pay much of attention I didn't pay much of attention because I didn't know the kid was there oh wow but, uh, you yeah, just figured the, it out like no towards the end it's like yeah. oh see que esta mi niña I was like oh okay oh wow. obviamente algo de tomar sí, sí, por sí. favor me hubieran avisado no pero yeah. pues Y, y todo el mundo tiene diferentes situaciones. Sure. I'm not taking it in grudge. Oh, yeah. you couldn't find a babysitter. Pero pues, no sé. No sé. It's, it's, it's hard nowadays. I feel like um, we've lost culture on that on that side now. Where before, people used to show up with a like, resume, a little suit or a little shirt. Because I, I still remember people used to ask for your resume on, on the job. Like, you have to bring a copy of sí, your sí, resume. Sí. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in my previous life, uh, the work, uh, pues obviamente, I todo era, previous life. I was like, yeah, on. Era the, the yeah. resumes, yeah. you know, uh, when we were hiring a GM, when we were hiring kitchen managers and stuff like that, pues todo el mundo llevaba, pero pues sí, es toda gente de uh, un poquito ya más, de más edad. Wow. Pero siempre llevaban con su resume y dos, tres copias. That's good, man. It, it's it, it's always good to bring your resume. Uh, sure. It speaks it, a lot about yourself. Yeah, yeah. And the mm-hmm. way the way you create your resume too, you know, the way sure. you create it and you set it up, it's it speaks a lot. You know, I've actually, you know, I get into the designing and like all that kind of stuff. I actually designed my resume like pretty cool, and like I show people like, that's your resume. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, oh wow. I showed my girl last night because I made a new one for this year, and she was like. Can you make me one? <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I'll make you one. Like it's it shows a lot of presentation of who you are. And who you are. Um I, I don't know if you know, Ab, I told you, but uh El Toro would sponsor this uh episode of this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've told you before about them. Uh, you know, they sell Western wear hats, shoes, jeans. I mean not shoes, boots, jeans, shirts <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um you need to go check them out. No, sí, claro, sí. Yeah, you need to go check them out. People need to go check them out. Um they have some offers right now going on. Uh, I'll put them up on the screen. You guys see them. Uh their website is on their Instagram, Facebook. Um, you could ask for Alex or Eddie. Uh, they'll help you out there. Don't tell them uh, I send you because then they won't give you any discounts. <laughs> but yeah, man, you go try them out there in Pasadena. Um, I'll put their address on there. They're, they're pretty good people. Um, also, there's going to be a, a, a Cash Drop one on one event. Um, I've told you before about Cash Drop, correct? Sí. Yeah. So Cash Drop is an app. Uh, I'm going to get in context because every time I tell people about Cash Drop, they're like, what is it? Um, so Cash Drop is an app that creates a store for you online, uh, not only for food uh, vendors, but merchandise, candy. If you sell shoes, shirts, anything you do, they'll they'll set up a store for you online. Um, everything's completely free. They don't charge you for anything. They'll just ask you for pictures of your menu or your, your items and the prices. And then they'll create a store for you where people will go on there and, and pay for it. And they, they could be a carry out or delivery, however you want to do it. And people would uh, pay through there or pay cash. 
you don't pay any fees. Uh, only, you know, your credit card fees, which is obvious, but they don't take any money from you. Cash drop takes no money from you uh, in any transaction. So it's pretty cool. If you guys want to go, it's going to be on the 27th of this month, next week on Thursday. It's going to be at Toro Boots. Uh, there's going to be free food for people uh, provided by El Norteño. Tacos in Norteño, and um, there's going to be free music. There's going to be uh, some things there. And then also, El Toro Boots does uh, hat shaping on Thursdays, where you take your cowboy hat, and then they'll do the shaping. It's free with tips. Like you give the guy a tip, whatever you want. So okay. they'll, they'll okay. shape your hat. They'll fix it forever. It's pretty cool. And I like the way they have their store set up. You know, it's 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 cute. It's not. I mean, not cute, but it's like it's warming. You know, and <laughs> inviting. It's inviting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I like it a lot. It, it's one of the places where I go, and you know, I always come out with something because they have every. You know, like stores have a, a setup for their clientele. Mm-hmm. Like you set up something to catch attention you know like you know i'll put my shirts here i'll put my boots here and it's the way you set it up that people go to it it's like a little path all right i'm gonna go to the shirts and i'm gonna go to those jeans and i think that helps out a lot a lot of big corporations do that you know um costco and sam's i don't know if you ever read that they do that on purpose tvs and yeah, in the entrance. Yeah, they do that on purpose. They so put everything see. on purpose, so it's a little thing that you'll keep on walking. You're like, oh, okay, and they'll attract you to did it. Did you tell me about this? I think so. Right? I think we I had think a conversation where you walk in, you see the big price of the yeah. TV. So now, when you're in the produce section and it's six dollars in avocados, you're like, ah, I just saw five hundred. Yeah, so six dollars is. Yeah, it's not much. It's, it's it's that marketing that so, they do, you know, big oh yeah. corporate, and and it's things that I persuade people to use. It's like use that on your advantage, you know. People, I go and spend five hundred dollars in one day at cost at Costco, but I don't feel it to like pay because they don't put the price. They'll put it like somewhere. You just grab it. I'm like, ah, I just saw an expensive thing. I'm sure this is not expensive. When I pay, it's like five hundred bucks. I'm like, god damn. But that's marketing right there, you know. Yep. What's good? One good marketing tip that you give social media? Oh, yeah, by yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. If you're not on it, please do so. Uh, there's a lot of uh, opportunities, and, and there's muchas cosas que uno no sabe, like marketing tools through yeah. social media. So it's not just about checking who's doing what, but actually utilize them to yeah. yeah if you if you ever open a, a business account it shows you an insight tap on there yeah. and it tells you all and you could actually market through facebook yeah. or instagram yeah, we did with, that for, they're, for they're co-join now it's called the meta uh or you could pay you're not paying for followers you're not paying for any of that you're paying for them to give you exposure through every the advertisement yeah advertisement in every single device around the area if you've done it before it shows you the ages you want to cater to the male female or you wanna, my radius. yeah my you know anything that you want and they'll cater to your phone just mm-hmm. like you get on your phone and you, i say shoes right now and i get on my phone and it, there's a advertisement for shoes same thing that's what happens so I think I'll tell a lot of people. I told my friend, uh, Michelas Abigotes, he asked me some tips about marketing. Put money into it, dude. Put, put $50, $60, little by little. It works and it goes by far a lot. And then you'll see your video. People in Dallas will see your videos and be like, oh, shit, what is this? And they'll order from you mm-hmm. if they like it. But, yeah, man, um, that's all I have for now. Uh, is there anything that you would like to announce to people or anything you would like to say? Uh, to the people in the camera 
no, uh, you know, thanks a lot for having me here. I'm excited about the Birria Fest. Yes. So, uh, mark it in your calendars. Yeah. May, May 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking forward to that and just bringing, you know, having a good time. Yeah, so. it's, it's going to be La, La Feria Festival and we're going to have a Birria competition in there. May 22nd at the Humble Civic Center. Yeah. Humble Civic Center is a free event, so make sure you get your tickets uh, at the end of this month. Uh, we're, they're going to have their tickets at uh, TJ Viria, both locations. Uh, there's going to be uh, uh, Tacos El Bigotes, um, a lot. I don't have the names right now, but I will, I will, I will get to you later on. But we're going to have, you pick up your free ticket. You know, You could purchase whatever from the vendor and you get your free ticket. Cool. So you could bring your whole family. There's going to be some interesting artists coming through. We can't say names yet, uh, but it's going to be amazing. It's going to be cool that, to have you there too, man. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you. Very awesome. Much. Well, thank you for coming to the studio, my little studio right here at my house. This great. is your your house too. And thank you for listening. Uh, you could listen to this through uh, Spotify. You could listen to it through YouTube. Um, we're not on iTunes Music yet. Uh, unfortunately, they're a little hard-headed. But, um, yeah, you can listen to it while you're at work, on your car, and, you know, I'll, I'll share the links below. I'll share uh, Jesse's Instagram, all of his locations on the bottom. And, um, again, thank you for listening. Um, this was Dialogo, and hope to see you in the next episode. That was it, sir.